Hello, friend. Welcome to Making Disciples Naturally with the Kansas Communities Ministry. My name is David Dennis. My guest again today is Eddie Brizard, International Vice President with The Navigators. Today, Eddie shares some great insights into how, even in the midst of darkness, God shines a light on where to put the next step. Tell us, um, I guess I'd say in a practical way, how one who is going through the crucible of the desert, one who is going through difficult times, how do you then move from that to get your eyes on Jesus, to to see the beauty of God? How do you do that? Well, you know, <clears throat> David, when I was uh, walking around Red Square in those, those gray stone pavement blocks there with Lennon's tomb over here and which was appropriate because that's exactly what I felt like. I could just go join Lennon right there. (laughs) But God had prepared an object lesson for me right in Red Square because as I stood looking at Lennon's tomb, to my left, my uh, my attention was drawn to the beauty of St. Basil's Cathedral. And you saw these beautiful spiral domes over there with the multicolored. And you look off to the right in the Kremlin behind Lenin's tomb and the gold onion domes there. I mean, it was just beauty, exquisite beauty everywhere. And I just, wait a minute, you've got Lenin's tomb and the guys marching with their legs straight out and all this kind of stuff. And you've got this ominous, dark gray sky again for the 40th day in a row and these red stars atop the spires at the corners of Red Square, and in the midst of all the gloom and doom, there is the beauty of St. Basil's Cathedral. And I just said, wait a minute. Now, this is, and what what, what God began to do in my heart is to point me to the place where there was hope. And it's interesting that in Hebrews 6, where you got one of the most powerful New Testament metaphors of hope, and and uh, which you know which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, and uh, and the anchor it's interesting goes where the anchor goes behind the veil. So in other words, even in talking about hope, the author of Hebrews is going right back to the imagery of the tabernacle to explain why the hope we have points us to Jesus on the right hand. There is no other hope. And when I am in the worst desert experience of my life and I am groping in the dark, for something to hold on to that's going to give me meaning and purpose and a way to find the next place to put my foot down, Jesus is the only place I'm going to find it, and I'm going to find him in the holiest of all. Mm. Praise the Lord. And that's where I want to go. Right, right. And so it was as, as I was in desperation, and I have, had lived at that point, I, I was just in my 30s. I was in my mid-30s, my late 30s back then. Uh, and, but I, even in my late 30s, I had lived enough life to know that these other things would not satisfy me. I was over there in, in Russia. So you are relatively isolated enough that you could do whatever you wanted to do. 
There was pornography everywhere. There were Russian women who would do whatever you wanted to get an Amerikansky mouche. And, and so you could just do anything. But what would those things do for you? And that's the issue. What is true about this? And Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And all these other things are idols that have eyes, but they can't see, ears, but they can't hear, et cetera, et cetera. And so the Lord, with the beauty of St. Basil's, pointed me to the beauty of his presence. And that's where I went. Hmm. Hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. Speak to the person who has lost a job, the person who has perhaps has had family members that have uh, passed away. Uh, Speak to that person now. And what, what hope can you give? Yes. Yes. Well, you know, um, in the present crisis that we're in right now, many of us have different levels of experience that we're dealing with right now. Some have lost loved ones. Some have lost jobs. Some have been relatively unaffected by it. But as I think about my journey. Your question brings me back to a year and a half ago when in a very, very unexpected manner, I went home to see my mom who was going through surgery and she never made it through the surgery. And it shocked us to no end And I would say here we are a year and a half later and we still are experiencing shock from her absence. And when things in life happen that we either can't explain, that the agony and the pain is such that there is nothing that can can change that. When, When my mother died, This is the image that God brought to me. And again, it was the same kind of thing, David. You know, this was over, this is probably three months of quiet times and extended times with God uh, later that this picture began to emerge in my time with the Lord. That there was a huge gap in my life that was created by her absence. And the only person who could occupy that gap and do anything with it that would help me is Jesus himself. And when I met Jesus in the middle of the absence in that gap in my life that my mother used to occupy, that became my holiest of all, where I met Jesus like I did nowhere else. And I think in the very losses and the very painful experiences that we have, we can meet the Lord Jesus in ways that we meet him nowhere else because of the pain, the desperation, the agony of soul that happens in these times. Jesus is the only one, I believe, who can meet me in those times and bring me through them 
with hope and with joy and with peace. Because I believe we can have all of those in the middle of pain and suffering because Jesus is with us. Mm -hmm. And we are with him in the midst of it. And so that has been my experience on the hardest day of my life when I stood up and watched my, bro my mother take her last breath. In the midst of pain and suffering, we can have hope and joy because Jesus is with us. He is the anchor of our soul. He goes behind the veil into the very Holy of Holies, into the presence of God himself. There is hope only in the Lord. Psalm 43 verse 5 reminds us, Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, the help of my countenance and my God. Paul in Romans 5 verses 1 through 5 reminds us, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance, and perseverance, character, and character, hope. Now hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through Him. John 14, 6. I know you won't want to miss the next episode where Eddie explores the idea of abiding in Christ from John 15. For more information about our ministry, check out our website, kansasnavs.org, or our Facebook page under Kansas Communities Ministry. And be sure to drop me an email at radio at kansasnavs.org with any comments or questions. Join me again next time as we learn more about making disciples naturally. The views expressed on this podcast are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the views of the navigators, nor of the Kansas Communities Ministry. Thank you for listening.